live from Dago Bitch, California. Ass napkin season. Bounty quilted northern with the threefold between the cheeks. Chonies and champions. It's episode 81 of the world infamous Whiskey Sick Podcast. All up in your ass. Hit them with that goddamn theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'm back, but I'm asking now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your pants out. You gotta get up. I'm back, but I'm asking now. Come on and get up. All the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up. Just that gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Whiskey Sick Podcast Episode 81. I'm back, motherfuckers. You thought you wasn't going to see me? Sorry I left y'all without a dope podcast to step two to step two. I'm back. I'm shot out of a motherfucking cannon. Fresh out of Utah. Back in Dago Bitch, California. Sunny California, yay. And I'm ready to rock, motherfuckers. We got an NFL uh, preseason preview. All the golden picks. Coming at you, making season-long predictions, uh, all sorts of fight talk. Man, I'm fucking, I don't even know where to begin on this shit. It feels so good to be back. As you heard in the intro, Dago Bitch, California, we are in full ass-napkin alert. I mean, they are sending the little messages at the bottom of the TV screen and shit. Uh, uh, Ass-napkin advisory season warnings at, at, at fucking red levels. Uh, there's panic. There, there's there's shortages of bounty quilted quilted northern at the CVS down the street. People are running to get their little three folds in the ass cheeks. It it's been fucking hot, homies. So don't waste no motherfucking time. Quit fucking around. Get your ass over over to the to your local you know Rite Aid. Get yourself load up on the bounty. Uh, uh, paper towels, cut them shits in the squares, get them in the ass ASAP before you start getting them sweat stains in the drawers. You don't want that. You don't want to be getting down in an impromptu uh, uh, Betty smashing session and the drawers come off and you got fucking ass cheek imprints, uh, ass crack imprint, uh, 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 you know, sweat line outline, your, your ball outline on the bottom of your motherfucking drawers. It's not a good look. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get your, you're gonna. Talk yourself right out of a motherfucking Betty smashing session. Trust me on this shit. Whew. Hold up, hold up. Gotta open up my motherfucking White Claw, you know? Alright, alright, alright. Now I'm ready. I spilled White Claw all over my motherfucking computer here. Uh, uh, the podcast station over here. Mmm. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Hitting that white claw hard these days, man. That's 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 the life I live. When you get to my age, man, we can't be can't drink, be drinking the IPAs every day, the, the the fucking mud butt porters and shit like that. It don't get down like that anymore. I gotta go lighter. I gotta I gotta I, you know I gotta keep it casual now. Um, still smoking on that. What what are we smoking on today? We got the uh, Zamal Delica. I think I was on that the last time. That's that African strain. Uh, got me a little Boss OG and still rocking with that Sativa, the Crippy Hippler. Shit's shit's fucking amazing. So we 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 keeping it real up here. Hopefully your summer is fucking rocking, uh, rolling. We got a lot to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about here. Um, fresh back from Utah, homie was gone for a little while. I'm sorry, I, I left y'all homies for a little while. I had to roll out. Uh, first time ever growing in Utah. Hopefully uh, the last time I'll ever be rolling in Utah. If any homies uh, listening to the podcast from Utah, I'm sorry. Um, Get that U-Haul, take your ass on up to uh, Idaho or Iowa or some other shit. Uh, step foot in Idaho for a little while. I was about five minutes, literally five minutes away from Idaho. Went for a run one day and, and ran to the Idaho border and back. Uh, wasn't impressed, but, you know, it wasn't Utah, so I'll give it that. Um, Utah, cool, man. Uh, the Betty's is jocking your boy. You bet the Betty's jocking your boy, Seth Gecko, out there. It's like I was from a foreign fucking country. When you roll up in there... Smelling like a man, looking like a man, rocking the DCs, the Osiris, the, the, the pro clubs with the dicky shorts. You're just reminding these ladies of what men used to look like, what men used to smell like. And then they're over here side-eyeing their, their, their little fucking, uh, their, their little bear cub man that they got over here rocking, you know, the, the immaculate oil, oiled up beard, but, you know, has the bitch titties and smells like spam with the fucking designer uh, sandals on. These motherfuckers wearing peach-colored boxer shorts as, as regular shorts out in public and shit. It's, it's fucking crazy. I don't even know. These motherfuckers out here wearing, like, like fucking biker short pastel colors and shit. Uh, I guess that's anywhere. I don't think that's just exclusive to Utah. But I'm telling you, man, when these ladies, it's like they, they forget what, like, a real man looks like. So when they see one, they, like, stop. It's like seeing Yeti in the wild or some shit. They, like, start taking pictures and shit. You can, I wouldn't be surprised you guys see, like, National Choir or some shit. You see some, like, grainy photos of your man, like them old fucking Bigfoot photos and shit. Fucking rocking my, D, my DCs and shit. You're going to see me out there in those Utah uh, uh, tabloids and shit. The Mormons are probably... Up in arms, they let some uh, a man with so much testosterone cross into their lands and shit, man. Don't worry. Quit tripping, homies. I'm out. I'm gone. I dipped as, as quick as I fucking could. Stopped in Vegas on the way back. 113 fucking degrees of it. Um, saw the new Raiders Stadium. Looks like trash. Smells like trash. Uh, nah, not really. It's right across from the... Uh, Verizon Center where they have the UFC and shit. It's literally right across the road off the Flamingo uh, Boulevard. It's going to be a bitch going to games there, man. If y'all been to if you've been to 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 Vegas and the Strip, it's right off the Strip. It's right off of uh the Flamingo Boulevard, just like a block off the Strip, maybe two blocks off the Strip, but it, it's going to be congestion. It's going to be it I don't know where the fuck they're planning to have parking for that fucking place. Um I don't know where they park for 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 the uh Verizon Center either, but it's it's gonna yo games you you fucking you better get your life insurance plans together you better better be calling uh, Chris Paul and James Harden and, 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 and State Farm and shit before you go to a fucking Raiders game in Vegas I'm telling you people are gonna be getting off every single fucking day in and around that motherfucking place uh, it's guilty by association if you're in Vegas I mean fucking protect your necks homies protect your necks if you plan in 2020 to go to a motherfucking Raiders game but they're getting that stadium up, stadium up pretty quick. Um, 
I mean, hopefully one day I'll be able to go there, watch a Cowboy versus Raider game. That would be fucking sick. But, I mean, I, you're literally taking your hands into your own life. You're definitely not, not going to be a place for children. Leave your fucking kids at home if you go into a Raiders game in fucking Vegas. I'm telling you right now. Shit ain't safe no more. Not, not in those motherfucking streets. Um... Let's get right. We got mad shit. I got an NFL preview. We're going to get into this NFL preview. I'm going to give you the, 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 the fucking the ins and outs. You know, I, all these motherfuckers coming into training camp now. I'm going to get into that shit. We got a lot of fight talk. UFC 240 just went down. Um, I think I missed the last UFC. I'm going to pull that shit up right now. Uh, what did I miss? There was Manny Pacquiao fought, man. There's, there's been so much shit. There's motherfuckers trying to storm Area 51 since I, I was rolling through there in Nevada. I was like, where's the meetup, man? I, when I was rolling through Vegas, I, I kept going north, man, through the uh, area of Area 51. I don't know if it really was. I'm just assuming that, you know, anywhere in Nevada in a fucking desert could be Area 51. I mean, over every hill we crested, I was expecting to see, you know, UFOs and shit and little Martian men running across the road like like, like the border and shit over here in San Diego. Um, didn't see any of that shit. Uh, couldn't find the meetup. No one dropped a pin for your boy to go meet up for the Area 51 little alien hunt that they're planning on going on. Good luck to you motherfuckers if you're really about it. Um, if you're really about doing that shit, <clears throat> first of all, there ain't no aliens there. If there were, they're fucking long gone. That shit was in like the 80s and the 70s and shit. They, they fucking shipped off to Pluto or some shit by now. But look, good luck to you if you think that you can, you can go in there. If they got aliens in that bitch, don't you think they got like fucking lightsabers and, and fucking ray guns and shit to blast your motherfucking ass out of there with? And, and what, what are you and 15 of your homies going to roll up in there? You know nobody's going to show up to that shit. But hey, if 15 of y'all want to fucking jump the fence, I bet you don't even get 15 yards into that bitch. Before you get like evapor- evaporated or, or fucking spontaneously combust or, or, or gravity's taken away and, and a fucking you just fall to pieces or something, explode to pieces. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to you, but good luck. Uh, make sure you record that shit. Get your little fucking GoPro on if you're going to be running over there to, to Area 51. It's hot as fuck. So you already know what I'm going to tell you. If you're planning to go storm Area 51 in, in 115 degree fucking Death Valley... You best, you best make sure you got your quilted northern threefold in your ass cheeks, homie. Get that motherfucking ass napkin in there. And a little bit of a little bit of copper tone, uh, uh, SPF 400 or some shit like that, because that that 25 ain't gonna cut it. That 50 ain't gonna cut it for you out there. Um, fuck else we got? Um, God, you know, hopefully if I have time, I got a lot of shit to get to. I'm gonna get to these double XL ciphers. I've been on it. If you don't know, uh, I've been documenting the last couple episodes. Uh, there, double uh, XL used to be a dope magazine, and the freshman class shit that they did back in the day was pretty dope. But it, it steadily gotten to. Uh, it's basically just a special Olympics of rappers now. It, it's the rap special Olympics now, and, and the ciphers finally came out. And uh, let's just say, um, Blueface. Uh, the undisputed, reigning, defending, uh, worst rapper of the world just got his motherfucking crown snatched. And I'll tell you by who, that motherfucker came in there. He wasn't playing games. He came out there and took it to old Blueface. Took him. First round TKO. Some shit like that, man. So hopefully I got some time to get into that at the end. But let's get into this motherfucking... Let's get into this NFL. Let me save this shit because my fucking computer, I just spilt White Claw all over it. It's been acting fucking, been acting up. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hold up one second. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I promise not to leave you for a very long time, man. Uh, 
Uh, we back rolling. Man, it feels fucking good. Every time I come back, I have a little break or something, man. I was even going to try to do this shit from Utah or something, but I, I would have probably been kicked out by the Mormons or some shit. All, 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 you know, what What are we on, like 148 uh, curse words already, 12 minutes into the podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get stricken down to hell or some shit if I did this shit in Utah. So, uh... <clears throat> Let's get into this shit. Where's my Where's my fucking preview? I got little notes and shit. I got little notes on on here. What we're going through. First of all, these motherfuckers showing up to camp. Uh, you got uh, Jalen, uh, my favorite. Jalen, the only Ramsey I know. John Benet, uh, aka uh, Charles. I saved that bitch from the cellar. Ramsey. Out here, wilding the fuck out the first day of training camp. This motherfucker's got to roll through in, in, in a fucking Brinks truck. Like he's, like he's some fucking, I don't know what the fuck. Like he's the best fucking defensive, end, or defensive back in the game when he didn't even show up last year. Of course, one, one, one fucking dude shows up. Other dudes got to see that this guy showed up in a Brinks truck. So another dumb motherfucker's got to show up and try to outdo him. There was A.B. showing up in a, in a fucking hot air balloon. Then some other dude that was like, I think he was even a practice player. I don't even know how this guy got this NASCAR. I forget. He, he showed up in a NASCAR. I can't even remember what team he was on. I don't even remember who it was. I, I figured he was just on the, on the fucking, I thought he was just trolling. I thought, homie, was just on the practice team trying to, you know, unrestricted, un drafted free agent or some shit rolling up in a NASCAR to the fucking first day of training camp. Ain't you gonna be a bitch when you roll up in a NASCAR to training camp and get cut on the first fucking day? That's what this dude, you're gonna, you're gonna fuck around and get cut on the first motherfucking day. Whatever happened to, what, these motherfuckers want to impress me. You know, they want to come up into the, you know, make this grand entrance at, at, at fucking training camp and shit. Show up on a fucking city bus with a bus pass. Show me you're still hungry, motherfucker. I'll ride a fucking bike. Hitchhike. Take that shit back to the 70s and hitchhike to the motherfucking, to the fucking facilities over here. People, this shit's already getting out of control, man. These motherfuckers showing up and... All kinds of weird-ass costumes and shit like it's Halloween. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Somebody's going to fuck around, and eventually uh, they're going to they're gonna take it too far. They're going to show up on a, a fucking on top of a Macy's Day parade float. Uh, fucking their old lady or some shit on, that, on the top of that bitch. Some Instagram hoe getting smashed out on a Macy's Day parade, uh, Thanksgiving Day parade float coming into training camp day one or some shit. You know, there's always somebody who's got to take it too fucking far. Um... So curb that shit. That shit's already these motherfucking NFL players. Before the season even starts, they got to come out here and wild the fuck out. Like, I'm all for, it's like with the same shit with the celebrations. I'm all for the celebrations. I like that shit. I like when when, when my man Randy Moss mooned the motherfucking crowd. Uh, even though it was on my star, I liked when when, when T.O. came on the star and got his ass laid out by George Teague when he tried to, to showboat on our motherfucking star. Uh, uh, that shit's cool, but all this, this river dance, all this motherfucking... Uh, Patty cake, duck, duck, goose shit that they be playing on fucking the entire team coming out from the sidelines to the end zone and taking part in these elaborate fucking Broadway musical plays after they score a fucking touchdown. Everybody, that's what I'm saying, that everything goes too far. One motherfucker does something and everybody's got to fucking one-up it until it's just out of fucking control. Now you got these motherfuckers showing up in a Brinks truck. Jalen, the only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, I got a new target this year. I got the new Jalen. Uh, I got the new uh, 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 Charles Ramsey. 
uh, this year who's going to get dragged up and down the field every fucking week. Cole Beasley, you bitch-ass motherfucker. I'm talking to you, little little wannabe rapper, just like your boy Seth Gecko. Little wannabe rapper. They should have had they should have had fucking Cole Beasley on the Double XL freshman cipher. That's how trash this motherfucker would have fit right up in there. Uh, homie over here trying to put out his little mixtapes and shit. Jerry Jones, take a fuck up out of here, homie. Kicked his bitch ass out. Now he's talking all kinds of shit every chance he gets. Yo, this this motherfucker. This motherfucker talking about uh, uh, it's better playing in, in, in fucking uh, in Buffalo than it is in Dallas. The fuck out. Cole Beasley is the type of dude who, who only dates ugly-ass Bettys because he has a tiny-ass shooter. And he doesn't feel so insecure with himself when he's with an ugly-ass Betty bringing that little-ass mincy-ass little fucking shooter to the fucking table. Homie, he's the type of dude, he's just a bitch-ass dude. He's going to be the new Jalen Ramsey dude. I can't believe I used to rock with this dude. He made such a great catch against the Giants last year at the back of the end zone in the last play of the game from Dad, from Dak, and I was like, I wanted to keep him, but hey, we, we, we did even better than that motherfucker. We got Randall Cobb to replace this motherfucker. Randall Cobb is a motherfucker. Cole Beasley's out there playing, uh, you know, in, in the shadow of Jim Kelly, the ghost of Jim Kelly. Did he die? I think he fucking survived. I know he got, like, cancer, like, 16 times, but I think he's come back. The motherfucker's a boss coming back from cancer as many times as he has. Jim Kelly was the only dope motherfucker. Thurman Thomas, back in the day, he was dope. Uh, 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 what was Reed? Uh, uh, they, had, they had a good wide receiver back then, too. Um, and that's about it for the Buffalo Bills. They had that homie that missed a motherfucking field goal. I forget that dude in the in the Super Bowl. That's what you going to, Cole Beasley. You going to, to fucking minus 10 degree weather in fucking July, homie. That's where the fuck you going. You going to, 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 to the fucking frosty hell. That's where you going. You, you ain't fucking better off in, in, in fucking. You you went to Buffalo to win the fuck out of here, homie. Yeah, you haven't been to the suit. They haven't even been to the playoffs since they lost to the Cowboys the last time in the Super Bowl. 25, 26, 27, 8 years, almost 30 fucking years ago, homie. At least the Cowboys have been to the fucking playoffs. They won only two fucking playoff games, but hey, fuck it. I don't know what to fucking tell you. You know how I'm riding this year. You know how I'm riding this year. Uh, uh, and listen, if, if you're new to the podcast, there's no better time to listen to the podcast during NFL season. I mean, I get down. You're gonna, there's going to be funerals. There's going to be uh, 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 resurrections three days after the funeral and shit like that. Uh, you guaranteed to see me bury the motherfucking Dallas Cowboys at least two or three times during the season only to resurrect them again like Christ and, and let them walk the earth again the next week. Uh, it's, it's a fucking roller coaster. It's Knott's Berry Farm over here. I got my, uh, I'll give you the Moody Hank power rankings. I'll give you the power bottom rankings. The power bottom rankings from, from Seth Gucko. I'll, I'll tell you the worst five teams in the motherfucking league. You ain't going to see the Cowboys there. I can almost promise you, Cole Beasley, I can almost promise you the Buffalo Bills are going to be there. I'll even give you a 5-0 and start because that's something that the, the, the fucking Buffalo Bills do. They start out like 5-0, and 6-1, and and then, and then go 0-10 to finish the motherfucking season. That's what's going to happen, Mr. Uh, uh, Cole Beasley, you little troll, you little double XL freshman class ass motherfucker, you. Uh, what else do we fucking got? You, so that's what you can expect. You can expect me to bury the D-Boys a few times. You can, you can expect uh, resurrection, signs of the cross. Uh, I'm going to be dragging Cole Beasley up and down the field all motherfucking year long. Um, uh, Melvin Gordon, you on some fuckboy shit over here too. Now you know with, the, uh, with, with training camp. 
come the holdout. Zeke is holding out. Zeke, you want some moron shit. Zeke has two years left on his motherfucking contract. We got to get Dak, and we got to get Amari signed this year. They're on their last year of their contract, and this motherfucker Zeke holding out for a contract right now on some stupid shit. Like, he didn't get himself suspended for six fucking games. Like, this motherfucker ain't out here fighting elite security guards at the fairgrounds in Idaho or some shit. Uh, uh, acting fucking wild every chance he gets, uh, like a grown-ass fucking teenager. Um, can't get his shit together, uh, smacking Betty's around, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, drinking, acting stupid, uh, out here drinking White Claws and acting a fool, this fool can't, dr- can't handle the White Claws he's out in public acting wild as fuck, howling at the moon in fucking public, it's fucking ridiculous, man, you got Adrian Peterson, uh, broke like the third of the month, homie's out here, broke like the switch, he, he uh, broke like the switch, he broke over his kid's ass, AP, is, if you didn't hear, he's, he's like fucking lost all his money or some shit, got swindled, hoodwinked, flimflam, hornswoggled, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, out here getting fucking played by people, uh, broke as fuck now, you're going to roll up to the soup kitchen and see Adrian Peterson standing next to you for some fucking chunky noodle, that's some fucking crazy shit, these dudes fucking go broke, Have this dude earned over a hundred million motherfucking dollars in his career, and he's broke. Homie at the Dollar General buying frozen dinners and shit. How crazy is that? And you know what? I heard that story and I started feeling sorry for dude. I was like, man, that sucks. What's he going to do? He's not really a, a, a personality that can, you know, go on first take and make some money or, or be on one of these NFL shows and be a commentator or anything like that. And I'm like, the fuck do I care if Adrian Peterson is fucking broke? Look at me, I've been broke my whole motherfucking life, homie, and I give a fuck about a guy who made $100 million. I had to slap the motherfucking shit out of myself. I had to chin check my goddamn self over here, uh, 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 feeling sorry for Adrian Peterson. That's on you, Adrian Peterson. If you out here uh, investing in, in golden corrals and shit all over the world and they all went bankrupt and shit, homie was probably uh, buying up Toys R Us's and shit, and now they're fucking out of, out of fucking commission. I mean, I don't know what the fuck kind of advice this fucking guy was getting. Um, but Adrian Peterson's broke, so that, that shit's fucking, that shit's fucking crazy, uh, Melvin Gordon, I forgot to get into his ass, Melvin Gordon, uh, one of the worst, literally one of the worst, uh, running backs in the game out here trying to get paid, uh, uh Zeke money, trying to get paid Gurley money, trying to get paid Le'Veon money, uh, uh, the king, if this dude, if this dude didn't get handoffs from the one yard line, he wouldn't be, he, he get he's good for like 10, 12, one-yard touchdown runs every year, and that's all. That's all this dude do. He's he's ranked number 27th in starting running backs, 27th in the league when it comes to yards per carry. Dude is it, Lonzo. This dude is the Lonzo ball of the NFL. I'm telling you, Lonzo can't shoot, and he's in the NBA. Uh, 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 Gordon Melvin Gordon can't run the fucking rock, and he's a running back in the NBA. I mean, the NFL, NFL, you know what the fuck I'm talking about, but this dude Melvin Gordon out here, he's trash, he, he, he's famous for his first year, he hadn't even played a snap and he was talking greasy, fucking and gum bumping, teeth glacking, yip yapping, doing that whole thing, his own mammy, his mammy had to come out and chin check the motherfucker and say, simmer the fuck down, you haven't even had one carry in the NFL and you out here talking shit, get your ass on that motherfucking field and, and walk that walk before you start talking that yip yapping, bullshitting ass motherfucking shit. Get your Jorge Masvidal on. Beat that ass and then talk shit. Don't talk that shit and then get your ass beat. Melvin Gordon out here fucking wilding out, acting like he's a he's a top running back. Homie, you ain't even... You, you barely in the league, homie. You better off in the AAFL. Oh, they went down. They, they're down. Fuck it. I don't know. Go to Canada. 
You you and Johnny Johnny uh, Manziel can hook up again. I, I heard he's on his third stint over there. Melvin Gordon on some fucking stupid shit. Man, these motherfuckers, man. The NFL is wild already, man. These dudes showing up. I, I, I couldn't believe this shit. These fools showing up. They're going to show up in one of those clown mobiles and shit. 16, the whole offensive line going to come out of a little tiny-ass car and shit. <laughs> these motherfuckers... Always on that, that, that fucking stupid shit. Run your ass. Get, get, look like Rocky. Run your ass to the motherfucking practice. You know, I want to see you in the fucking freezers out there punching on fucking hanging fucking T-bone steaks and shit. I don't, I don't want to see this fucking hot air balloons and shit. Here's my fucking... Here's, here's my, my, my picks. Let me, let me pull up all these, these fucking divisions. Let me, let me pull this shit up, man. I got I to gotta get this shit. So, uh, my, my, my fire-ass pick of the year is going to be... Um, I'm going to take my AFC championship. I'm just going to get right into it. Let's get into what, what's really what we're here for. Uh, uh, who's going to win? Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Uh, we'll, do, we'll do the divisions, too. Let's do the divisions, too. Who's going to win the division? We'll go division by division before I give you my NFC, AFC championship games and my Super Bowl. I'm going to give it to you before. I'm giving it to you week one of the fucking training camp. And you best believe I'm going to stand by it the whole fucking way through. Uh, the NFL, the AFC East, that's easy. That's going to be the fucking Patriots, even though, even though I don't think they ain't going to be that much shit this year. But I think they don't, even pe- they don't even play a team that was over 500 last year until like week eight. They have literally the easiest schedule in the history of the uh, of the NFL. Um, Jets still ain't shit, won't be shit. Le'Veon's gonna be fucking kicking himself in the motherfucking nuts, uh, probably by week three. Gonna be wishing he never tried to talk his way out of out of fucking uh, the Steelers who offered him a better contract. That he ended up signing with New York anyways after he fucking left fourteen million dollars on the fucking table and didn't play. The Dolphins ain't shit, never are shit. Uh, the Buffalo Cole Beasleys ain't shit, never will be shit. Uh, AFC North. Well, I got I got that one's easy. That that one's finally finally you're gonna see the Cleveland Browns win that division. Pretty handily too. Baltimore Ravens defense is is is, is diminished even though they got uh, uh, the homie I wanted the Cowboys to get until I found out how much he wanted Earl Thomas. Uh, C J Mosley's gone. Uh, that that weird looking dude. Uh, Defensive lineman, uh, he's gone. I can't forget. I, I'm terrible with names. Y'all know, and I'd be smoking on that Zam Maldelica. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, they got that. You know, everybody knows gingers don't have souls. And you got a ginger at quarter, quarterback still, Cincinnati. You ain't winning shit. Pittsburgh Steelers are in shambles. Half their team's gone. Their two best players are fucking gone. Ben Roethlisberger's a emotional baby back bitch. One day he wants to retire. The next day he wants to play for six years. Who knows what the fuck's going on with him. The Cleveland Browns have no fucking... No, it's about fucking time. When you have the number one pick for like 18 straight seasons and you finally fucking came up, finally Cleveland, uh, o- OBJ on the fucking squad, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. I told you I didn't like anybody in that draft as far as quarterbacks went. I didn't think any of them were going to be worth a damn. But if I was gonna, if I was the Cleveland Browns and you had to have a quarterback, I said take Baker Mayfield. He's the best one, and he's a lot better than I thought he was. He's going to be dope. He, you know they got they got some fucking weapons out there. The defense is 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 beasting over there too. Uh, a lot of their draft picks uh, that they spent on those number one picks uh, uh, were fucking. Um, Defensive players, so they got some shit going on there. The AFC South, aka the AFC Trizash, that's gonna be the Colts winning that shit. Who knows what Houston does? That you know they're here and there. You know they're probably like an eight and eight team, maybe nine and seven team, um, maybe could sneak into a wild card position. But 
AFC South, you saw with the Colts. The Colts are back. Uh, Andrew Luck, you know, came back finally. He looked, he looked fucking solid. The AFC West. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. That, uh, Patrick, uh, as my man Shannon Sharp says, my homeboy, Patrick, my homeboy, uh, he's, he's the baddest motherfucker in the game. He, he could, he's going to end up being the baddest motherfucker I've ever seen. Uh, the way he throws that fucking ball, I, it's, it's ridiculous. Everybody in the league is punching themselves in the dick uh, for passing up on that guy. Um, whoever had a draft pick before he was picked up uh, before. Um, they, they moved up for like 17 spots to get uh, Mahone boy too, man. They're going to win that. The, uh, the Chargers are at least going to be the wild card. Um, they could definitely push. They, just, they did last year. I think they finished a game behind as good a season as Kansas City Chiefs had. Uh, the, the Chargers beat them once. Chargers are a solid little team, solid little team. Better now that Melvin Gordon's going to sit his ass out. I can tell you that. Get that Eckers, Eckersley. Uh, that was that pitcher for the A's. Eckerling, Eckers. I forget the homie's name. A little, little, little white dude. They always got a little white dude, like a little little woodhead, a little, little, little dude like that. Um, and I, I think that dude's going to go in there, and he can, he can fill in quite nicely for, for Mel, Melvin the Trash Gordon. Uh, the D-Boys, you already know the NFC East is won by the D-Boys. Ain't nothing. The Eagles, I don't know why people are, are talking shit about the Eagles. Carson Wentz has never won a playoff game, has never been in a fucking playoff game. They wouldn't have won a goddamn Super Bowl if he had been, if he had never gotten hurt. Nick Foles came in and had one of the best playoffs ever. And there's no fucking way that uh, Nick Foles would have done that shit. I have no idea why Nick Foles is paid as much. I have no idea why people uh, uh, say he's so great. Uh, he had a good like 10 out of 13 games before he got his ass injured uh, that Super Bowl year. Oh, he was going to be an MVP. He wasn't the MVP. MVPs last. They don't get hurt midway through the season. Homie had like 10 solid games, and they're calling him because of 10 solid games. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Dak Prescott has just been winning like 70% of his motherfucking games, has the highest uh, uh, completion percentage of anybody in the first three seasons, uh, it, it, it won a playoff game, been to the playoffs twice, uh, has a 13-3 and record, bad motherfucker that everybody hates on for some fucking reason, but everybody loves Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz ain't shit. Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the Eagles ain't shit either. They might sneak into it. They, they're always a tough little team. They might sneak into the playoffs on a wild card, um, but they ain't going to win that division. The D-Boys, my motherfucking D-Boys. This is the year for the D-Boys. You already know. Let, let's, let's spoiler alert this shit. The Dallas Cowboys are winning the motherfucking Super Bowl this year. Oh, Gecko. Uh, this is, the thir- this is a, now the third season in which the uh, Whiskey Sick podcast has been, has been running. We're on year three going on. Uh, you know, we're on middle of year three. Um, and every year we've heard you say the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Yes, motherfucker. And I'm probably always going to say that. But I really, really mean that shit this year. The D-Boys are going to win that Super Bowl this year. That defense is fucking beasting. Uh, we, we got Amari Cooper for the entire season and with an entire offseason to work with Dak and everybody else. You got Randall Cobb in the slot. Not, not that fucking co-Jalen uh, uh, Ramsey Beasley-ass motherfucker. Uh, the double XL fucking blue face rapper. We don't got that motherfucker uh, on our team no more in the slot. Uh, dropping passes, not getting open and blaming it on everybody but himself. We don't got that no more. We got Randall Cobb, a bad dude, bad motherfucker, competitor, solid all the way around. We got a new, I don't know what Kellen Moore is going to be doing. 
you know, I can't even hate on the move. I'm glad we got uh, the new offensive coordinator in there. Um, that, that's going to be a huge thing. This is the last year for Jason Garrett if we don't win the Super Bowl, so that'll be dope. Um, but, you know, with, with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, you just have no idea what to expect. I have no idea what to expect. He was very good in college at Boise State. He had very good games with the Dallas Cowboys as a backup. I actually like Kellen Moore as a backup. I don't know what happened to him the last year he was playing with us. He fell off, but I thought he was a very capable quarterback. We'll see. Maybe this is his calling. I don't know. Anything is better uh, than that Scott Linehan bullshit we've had like the last six seasons. We, we got to switch it up. I think this is a good dude to switch that shit up. This offense, I expect a lot of that shit. NFC North. I don't know what to think of this. I think, you know, the Bears, you know, the Bears had a great season last year. 12-4, and four, I think, some shit like that. 11-5, I can't remember what they were. They had a solid season, solid defense. The defense is back. I'm expecting more of that. I'll take a good defense over a, a great off, a good offense. Um, Green Bay Packers, I don't expect them to be trash, but they got a lot of question marks. They got a whole new new offense. A lot of people starting to hate on your boy uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, calling him out left and right. I think a lot of people are having a lot of, uh, had enough with this motherfucker, feeling himself like the Macarena every motherfucking year. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, we're canceling after the 30-day trial period with these motherfuckers. We ain't buying it, homie. Credit cards is maxed out. We ain't buying the Green Bay Packers. We're putting that shit on layaway, Packers. We ain't buying it. Sorry, homie. Uh, Vikings, as long as you roll with that buster-ass motherfucker. Uh, 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 who, who, who's the homie from the Vikings? Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, I wish he was still Redskin. Um uh, they could never beat the Cowboys. They were five and one against the Cowboys with Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. Uh, you know, with Wayne Haskins, you know, going. For, I forgot to mention him uh, for the Redskins. We'll see what happens with him. I, I I don't know much. He looks like a Jamarcus Russell ass bust to me. I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong. I've been wrong once before. NFC South uh, Saints. Hopefully the Saints win that shit. Uh, Cam Newton's. Uh, you you can lump Cam Newton in with he's he's the Melvin Gordon of of, of of quarterbacks to me, man. This dude's been overrated as fuck. Had one solid season where he won the MVP. They went to the Super Bowl. Homie threw a fucking bitch fit tantrum um, after the game. Uh, that was the season when they are they were taking little photos, little group shots, and, and celebrating at halftime, celebrating wins and shit because they were blowing everybody out and they were riding the waves, front running extraordinaires and shit. And as soon as they got the ass cracked, they got the ass cracked by wasn't it Peyton Manning? Wasn't it sixty year old? Peyton Manning went in there and whooped their ass. Was it Peyton Manning? I can't remember. Somebody whooped their motherfucking ass in those in, in that Super Bowl, and, and Homie was not fucking having it after that. You couldn't ask him what he had for dinner. Homie was just fucking boohooing it uh, on the fucking stand. So good riddance. Fuck him. Uh, I think he's trash. Uh, I think Carolina should be looking for a new quarterback. I don't think he's ever been good. Um, he's been highly overrated his entire career. He's been riding the waves of, of his college career. And of one decent season in the NFL. Other than that, he's been a below-average Jameis Winston-ass quarterback. <clears throat> Atlanta Falcons. Who knows what to fucking think of those guys. One year, they're dope. Still can't get it done in the playoffs. They should have beat the Eagles that year that the Eagles fucking went to the Super Bowl. They really should have won that game. Matt Ryan should have won that game. Who knows what happens in that Super Bowl against the, uh, the Patriots. Um... That was their year. That was their window year right there. They got that um, Ridley kid from, from Alabama as a wide receiver. They're going to pair up with Julio Jones. That's going to be fucking dope. They can be. They could definitely be in the mix to at least make a wild card, if not win that division. So that, that one's going to be a close one between, I think, the New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons. I might give the Saints a little bit of an edge. They got a little better defense going on over there. Uh, NFC West, I fucking hate the Rams. I fucking hate the Rams. Um uh, God, these white claws really hit the spot. <clears throat> um, 
what what to say about the Rams? You know, they shouldn't have been in the 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 Super Bowl. They shouldn't have even been in the NFC Championship game. They got call after call against my Cowboys in that in, in that second um, that second round game. They called the Cowboys for the famous uh, sack of their own quarterback. Uh, offensive lineman was holding holding Dak up all by himself. Not even there was no other defender around him. He was just holding Dak. And uh, they called uh, Dak sacked because they thought that um, the Cowboy player was actually a Rams player, and they called it in the grasp. He was in the grasp of his own fucking player, and they called a, a fucking sack, and we had to punt right before halftime, which we would have gone. We were driving. We would have taken the lead before halftime with a touchdown right there. Uh, they had a whole bunch of other shitty calls against the Dallas Cowboys, and the refs fucked us straight out of a fucking uh, NFC Championship game. And then uh, we know that the refs fucked the Saints out of a Super Bowl appearance, uh, appearance, and only, only to go to the Super Bowl and score three measly fucking points in the goddamn Super Bowl. Three fucking points. That whole year they they're fucking scoring thirty points a game, and they come up against the fucking Patriots. Not even a vaunted, uh, what, 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 what do I say, a, a great defense. Not even a good defense. They were, they, they, were, they gave up 28 second-half points to the Chargers just the week before. They were up 28 to nothing against the Chargers at halftime. You remember that shit? They were rocking their ass. They ended up winning 38 to 28. They gave up 28 straight fucking points to the Chargers in that second half. That defense. A defense that only gave up three fucking points to the, fucking, to the Rams. Hopefully, you know, I don't know what's going on with Gurley and his knee, but I'm going to take Seattle to win that division. How about that shit? How about that shit? How about that? How about that? I'm going to take Seattle because Seattle's always sneaky fucking good. And then that little little motherfucker, Russell Wilson, man, he's always always up to something. Always up to something. So I, you know, I'm going to take I'm going to take them for the surprise. Maybe the Rams sneak into a uh, uh to a to a wild card. I'm going to say they sneak into a wild card. They ain't going to be a factor this year. NFC Championship game. Who do I want to face the Cowboys? I have no idea. I will go. I don't know. I see the t- chances of the Saints going back there is so fucking it's going to be the Saints or probably the fucking Rams, even though I just said they weren't going to win the division. I know, fuck. What, what am I supposed to do? They could have a run in the playoffs at the, as, as the fucking, you know, last seed, the eight seed, like the fucking Giants did two years. It's going to be one of those two teams. It's going to be the Saints or the, or the Rams, more than likely, versus the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. AFC Championship game. I got the Browns. The motherfucking Browns and Chiefs. I got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl to face the fucking Cowboys. Cowboys Super Bowl fucking champions. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Expect um, week two of the preseason, uh, a funeral for the Cowboys. Yes, I take the preseason just as serious as I take every other part of the season. Games are games, motherfucker. I'll probably bury them after the preseason, the second preseason game. We will exhume them again probably for week one and start fresh and new. Um, but that's what we got going on in the NFL. I, I, did I miss anything from the NFL, man? Uh, oh, yeah, Golden Tank. Uh, what, what's his fucking name? Uh, now on the Giants, Golden Taint. He, uh, he's on the, he just got caught yesterday, I think, on them John Jones, uh, Anderson Silva, uh, 7-Eleven dick pills. Homie, um, was checking out with his little Slurpee and his little, little, little fucking, uh, Cheetos and, and, and Cheez-Its and, and, and little, uh, jalapeno, uh, 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 what are those little fucking roll-up things that they have, you know, in the little rotisserie things, those little, little, what, what are they called? Um. I can't even think. You know what the fuck. They got beef. They got chicken ranch. They got some bomb-ass shit. Anyways, Golden Taint's rolling up there. 
you know, checking out, sees the little spinning deal right next to the cash register where they have all those testosterone dick pills, pops a couple of those. Next thing you know, homies, homies spend it four fucking games. So not only, not only did, oh, did they replace OBJ with Golden Taint, but Golden Taint is going to miss the first four games after they traded away OBJ. Ain't that some shit, Giants? And you rolling with Daniel Jones by week three. You'll be rolling with Dan- who? Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. Who? Daniel Jones. You wrong with Daniel fucking Jones. Watch this dude come to to kick my ass or some shit. I, I don't fucking know. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That that was the latest hit. You know, Golden Tank getting popped uh, like a UFC fighter or some shit for some dick pills. Um, there you have it, man. There's the fucking golden picks. We'll, we'll go week by week. We'll do. Uh, we'll, let me see the preseason. Let me see a little bit of the preseason. Then we'll we'll we'll, we'll drop right before week one. We'll drop the Moody Hank power rankings and the and the Moody Hank uh, bottom power rankings. Uh, power bottom ranking. Sorry, the power bottoms. Uh, those are gonna be the. Uh, those will be around week one, so you can you you can look forward to that. Let's get into some fucking fight talk, man. We we we've been we we've been missing some fights here. Uh, there was Jer- Jermaine Durandamy versus versus Aspen Ladd. Nothing to see here. Aspen Ladd got her ass uh, completely and utterly kicked in about thirteen seconds. Uh, we had Dos Anjos versus Edwards. That was a decent card. Um, <clears throat> who did we? We had Greg Hardy. That's right. Greg Hardy was on that motherfucking kid. Uh, uh, on that fucking fight card. I don't know who the fuck homie was fighting. Dude looked like Sloth from the Goonies. He, he looked like he, he worked at the, the Costco Tire Center or some shit. I don't even know where they got this fucking guy. Homie got hit with like a 172-piece combo uh, and had the audacity to get up and protest the stoppage and shit. And, and, and it's not like Greg Hardy looked good. It looked like it, Greg Hardy looked like a par- paraplegic dog trying to hump your leg or some shit. It, it didn't look pretty at all. Um, Greg Hardy out here fucking fighting cans. Um, they finding these dudes at, at, at the fucking Barnes & Noble fucking uh, uh, cafe or some shit to, to wheel these guys out to fight Greg Hardy. Give him a real fucking name. Give him to, to, to Engano or somebody. Right? Give him Kane. If you still believe in Kane, give him Kane Velasquez. Let Kane Velasquez, who's slowly turning into uh, the BJ Penn of the heavyweight division, let that motherfucker get a dub. It'd be like a, just like BJ Penn finally got on track with the dub in the streets. Homie got... Got into some kind of altercation outside of BBW, uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings, BB Dubs, whatever they fuck they call it. He's scrapping motherfuckers, finally gets in the win column. Get Cain Velasquez one of those type of wins against Greg Hardy and quit letting this motherfucker front run fighting these, these fucking tomato cans out here. These, these fucking Campbell's Soup tomato cans ass motherfuckers out here. We ain't buying you either, motherfucker. We ain't buying this shit. We're just window shopping, Greg Hardy. We ain't buying your bullshit. Try next door. No soliciting over here, motherfucker. Try next door. Uh, fuck else we got. Uh, so that was that. Dos Andros, Edwards, Edwards, you got to fight Masvidal next. Not Connor. Please don't let Connor McGregor fight Jorge Masvidal. Please get this dude Connor McGregor a fucking dub. Let him fight fucking uh, uh, Greg Hardy. I'm sure he can knock Greg Hardy out. G- give uh, uh, Connor McGregor, give him Greg Hardy. Don't let him fight. Jorge Masvidal. That's the worst fucking thing you could do. That's probably the the give him give him uh, Ben Askren and let him get get fucking uh, uh, face fucked on the ground, uh, rape choked and, and, and fucking sodomized on the ground by Ben Askren before you give him uh, Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal will beat all kinds of shit out 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 Conor McGregor's ass. I I don't have any faith in Conor McGregor anymore. That's that's fucking sad. I don't I don't know what to say about that shit anymore. Um, but do not. 
and, and, and Dana White was like, he's too big. You know, he's too everything for Conor McGregor. He's too fast. He's too good. He's too skilled. He's too talented. He's too experienced. He's too everything for Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor doesn't need that. He needs to come on here. The Gaethje fight would have been dope, but you got Gaethje now fighting Cerrone, which is gonna, uh, fucking crazy. Who knows what the fuck I think of that fight. I'm taking Gaethje, though. Um, so there was that. Um, what else do we got? They announced Zombie, uh, the Korean Zombie versus Brian Ortega. That's a motherfucking scrap right there. Hopefully Ortega's going to get this, down, this shit down to the ground. Hopefully he's going to learn from the Max Holloway fight. Get this shit down to the ground. Your boxing is good, but you can't do the Philly shell in, in, in the UFC. That can't be your main style of defense is the Philly shell or the half-ass Philly shell that he was using. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But hopefully Max beat that shit out of him. Um, hopefully, because, uh, you know... It didn't work against Max Holloway. So we also had, I was watching um, some kind of podcast or some shit, and, and Michael Chiesa, they were, they were interviewing, maybe it was Ariel Hawani, they were interviewing Michael Chiesa, and a couple, I think it was on the John Jones, uh, Tiago Santos um, card, where Diego Sanchez fought Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa whooped that ass. I picked Diego to win that fight. I thought he, you know, he had a good fight the last couple times. He got a couple dubs. I was like, man, he's just a motherfucker. And, you know, really, um, Michael Chiesa isn't really that good. But Michael Chiesa came out and said, like, in the end of the second round, uh, he had, uh, he was on top. He was mauling Diego. He was on top of Diego the whole time, you know, beating Diego Sanchez. is He's a jiu-jitsu guy. That's how he came into this shit. That's how he won the Ultimate Fighter. He was taking fools down, ground and pounding the fuck out of him. That's what Michael Chiesa did to him. But he said that sometime late in the in the second round, I believe it was, and there's a little picture of it too, like a like a like a screenshot. Somebody screenshot it. Homie oil checked Chiesa. Um, uh, your boy Diego Sanchez oil checked. Michael Chiesa, if you don't know what that is, that's the old thumb up the ass to try to get out of something. That's an actual wrestling move from back in the day. That was when you got caught in like a cradle or some shit, you would shove your thumb up their ass because that was your only way to get out of some some moves. And, and, and yo, Diego Sanchez is old school. He's bringing back those old school tactics. But, you know, there's proof that this motherfucker would do anything to win. I like that. Sick motherfucker. I like that. You, you, You do anything to win. You stick the thumb up the booty hole. Um, did not catch if he was sniffing it on his way back to the corner. I did not, you know, go back that far and do do that kind of research for it. And, you know, sniffing his thumb on the way back to the corner. Um, I don't know if his corner even knew about it. If the corner was the ones that were telling him, you know, oil check them off. Oil check. I couldn't. I didn't have the audio for it, so I don't know. But Diego Sanchez is out here oil checking motherfuckers. Uh, they announced the literally might be the 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 worst match. Uh, in, in, in the history of, of the UFC has been announced. Um, you know, Ben Askren, fresh off getting his ass fucking deaded up Willie uh, against uh, Jorge Masvidal. Um, he's going to be fighting Damian Maya. Yes, got to be the most boring. The two most boring fighters in the history of the sport are fighting each other. That's some wild shit. I think I'd rather watch uh, the Randy Couture sex tape in slow motion than watch this shit. Uh, I would just rather watch that 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 fucking uh, iPhone screen beat off than 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 watch this fucking Askren versus Damian Maya. I don't know whose idea that is, but you can't match these two dudes up. I mean, this shit. Hopefully, they they hopefully it's just like a prelims fight. You can't put that shit on as a main card. You can't put it as a main event. Sure as fuck, you sure as fuck can't put it on the main card. Maybe if it's the main event on the prelims, you know, on ESPN or something. That's the highest I would go. But other than that, I would be opening up the show if I have to do that fight for some reason. I don't know why you have to do that fight, but. 
you know, you're trying to see who's the best grappler, I, I guess. I, I don't fucking know. And, and maybe, you know, that's a fight. You know, Damian Maya doesn't throw any strikes. Um, he's the first person to make uh, Kobe Covington bleed. Uh, he's never made anybody bleed in the history of his fighting. And he's had like 100 fights, Damian Maya, and he made Kobe Covington bleed. Um, and now, he, you know, he's fighting, you know, you need somebody who's not going to punch uh, ben Askren after that that fucking vicious KO that he took from uh, Jorge Masvidal, uh, the five-second KO a couple UFCs ago. Uh, what else do we got? BJ, BJ, BJ. The aforementioned BJ Penn. Uh, I told y'all he got, he got a dub in the streets outside of uh, B-dubs. Buffalo Wild Wings, he's out there fucking getting, you know, street fights, and now he's coming back. He's coming back, homies. They, they're letting him fight Nick the Carney Lentz. Um, I don't know, man. He, he's a fighter who hasn't literally not won in 10 years. Homie hasn't taken home a dub in a fucking decade. Uh, that's, that's some crazy shit. He still has a job somehow. Some of these dudes lose one fight and, and, and they're out of the UFC. You never hear of him again. But this dude has won zero fights in like the last 10 years or close to the last 10 years that's like that's like a doctor who hasn't saved a life in 10 years he's not gonna be a doctor anymore they're gonna shut down his motherfucking practice malpractice lawsuits and shit that's like a teacher who hasn't had one student move on to the next grade they're gonna be fired you know if you if you you fucking work at best buy and you sell like zero appliances zero electronics in 10 years you're gonna get fired. You're gonna get. You're gonna get fucking sent to the unemployment line. But somehow, some way, this dude BJ Penn. I think he was 16 and seven. 16 and seven. 16 and six. Somewhere around there. The last time he fought. Uh, last time he got a win. And and the losing streak started with Nick Diaz. Remember when he fought Nick Diaz? And since then, now he's 16 and 15. And this loss to Nick Lentz, you know he's taking a loss to Nick Lentz. Nick Lentz was a motherfucker back in the day. He's falling the fuck off too. Uh, but Nick Lentz is going to beat BJ Penn. Why? Because I could beat BJ Penn. And I ain't just talking shit. If BJ Penn was sitting here right next to me, I'll tell you when somebody's going to whoop my ass and when I wouldn't say shit to their motherfucking face. I'm telling you right now. BJ Penn, come to the motherfucking Thunderdome. If he was right here, I'd say, let's go strap up them motherfucking gloves and let's get this on. I'm beating BJ Penn. I guarantee you if the UFC puts me in the UFC, lets me fight BJ Penn and retire, I retire an undefeated fighter, one in motherfucking O. I guarantee fucking tear. I promise you that. Nick Lance is going to hurt that motherfucker. He's going to be 16 and 16. He's, he's going to be on that male cyborg. Cyborg's old old uh, uh, husband uh, used to teach me back in the day uh, at a gym here in San Diego. He was like, I think his, his record's like 36 and 36 or 36 and 38. He's the motherfucker who got his head cracked in uh, by uh, Michael Venom Page. I was going to say Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Michael Venom Page, not, not DDP or whatever the fucking DPG or well, I don't know what the fuck his name is. Look, so uh, y- your boy BJ Penn, he, he's about to take another fucking L. Um, I forgot, you know, uh, let, let's get into this week. So I forgot we had a, we had a, we had a card this week. We had Ma- Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. There was only one way for this to go down. It was for Frankie Edgar to lose a unanimous decision. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, I don't think he won a round. Um, just not that guy anymore. Uh, he's just a, there's no way he's going to finish a guy like Max Holloway. He doesn't have the fucking power. Uh, he's dropped from 155 to 145. They're trying to get him to go even lower to 135. Before you know it, he's going to be fighting in the, the fucking women's strawweight division by the end of his career. I don't fucking know what's next for Frankie Edgar. He's just not that dude. He just got knocked out two fights ago against uh, Brian Ortega. He wins one fight, I think, against 
Cub Swanson, somebody like that, and, and next thing you know, they're trying to force him into a title shot, you know, try to get him the belt one last time. It ain't going to fucking happen. It wasn't going to happen against Max Holloway. That's for motherfucking sure. Um, what else? We had Cyborg. She was fighting, I don't know, uh, Felicia Spencer, you know, uh, looking like the Little League team mom or some shit, the bake sale cashier. Um, girl looked like she was uh, at a mom POV casting call, rolled up into the motherfucking, uh, up into the octagon and shit. And look, hats off to you, Felicia Spencer, because she went in there and cut, she carved Chris Cyborg up in that first round with some nasty elbows. Chris Cyborg had a nasty fucking cut. Uh, Felicia Spencer, she came out there and, and fought. You remember that? Uh, there's this chick, the, the Bellator champion, Alima Lay McFarlane. She fought a literal housewife, like some house mom who just like, got done vacuuming and shit, like just stumbled into the... In, into where they were having these U- uh, MMA amateur, well, I guess it was professional MMA fights. Whoever was going to fight, Alimale McFarlane, who's now the Bellator women's champion, uh, pulled out of the fight at the last second, and they put this lady in here, um, the Dawn Dis Detergent Washington lady. She rolls up in here and gets her ass completely kicked. That's what Felicia Spencer looked at looked like when she rolled up in there. I was like, oh, man. But she beat Megan... Uh, what was that chick's name? Megan, the chick, the chick from Australia. Bad, tall-ass Betty. Tall ass Betty, I forget that late that chick's Megan. Um, here I am with the motherfucking names again. Um, stats, here we go. Anderson, Megan, Ang- Megan Anderson is what they call her. Megan Anderson. Um, she beat Megan Anderson. She dominated Megan Anderson in 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 that, in that fucking fight. Um, so. Uh, there was that that fucking fight. So she came in. She she held her own in that fight. Um, she gave you know she gave uh, Cyborg some work. She needed a fight where she was gonna have to work at least a little bit. Um, to, you know before she fights Nunes. If she comes back to the UFC, she has all sorts of gripes with the UFC and shit like that. Um, but she came in. She got a, a real strong, fi- a hard dub against the uh, the Girl Scouts brownies. A uh, little 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 Cub Scout leader over here, Felicia Spencer. Um, but you know, give Felicia Spencer somebody like. Uh, Cat Zingano at 145 or something like that. That would be dope. If you need to try to get, um, I don't know what you're going to do with Holly Holm. Maybe Holly Holm goes up there and fights a girl like Felicia Spencer. Um, good little matchup for her um, if she fights that. Um, other than that, that was pretty much it. That was kind of a cheesy-ass, weak-ass fucking card to have on pay-per-view. Edgar versus Ed, uh, Holloway. I would never pay a fucking dime for that shit. Not that I don't like both fighters. Frankie Edgar is one of my fa- favorite fighters of all time. Go back and watch him fight... Uh, uh, who's that Gray Maynard? Those, both of those fights were fucking crazy. Uh, got knocked down like three times in the first round, all but dead. Uh, comes back, fights uh, his way to a, a, a basically a, a draw, and then they fight the second time. Almost gets knocked out again in the first round against uh, Gray Maynard, and then comes back and, and knocks out Gray Maynard in like the third or fourth round. So, I mean, he beat BJ Penn right before BJ Penn hit that fall-off point when BJ Penn was still BJ. Uh, Frank Yeager came in there and beat him. I think he beat BJ Penn twice. Um, they, they fought in uh, Dubai or some shit uh, one of those times. So, uh, decent card. I think what's uh, there's actually a decent card next. Let's see what the fuck's up next. Um, what do we got? I think Kobe Covington and Lawler is next, isn't it? Kobe Covington, yes, Kobe versus Full Fight. Let's see this. Kobe Covington versus Robbie Lawler. Please, God, please, God, if there is a God, um, Buddha, uh, Vishnu, whoever the fuck is out there listening, please do not let Kobe Covington win this motherfucking fight. I don't know if this is for an interim belt because I know Kobe Covington, a.k.a. Sid from from Toy Story, a.k.a. the, the undisputed reigning, defending douchebag of the universe, 
fighting my man, Robbie Lawler, one of my all-time favorite dudes. Please do not let this dude, Colby Covington, win this motherfucking fight. This better be a fight night, by the way. Is this a fight night? Yeah, it's a fight night. It better not be on ESPN+. Plus. Ain't nobody buying that shit. You're just going to make me have to fucking stream this shit. Jim Miller versus Clay Guida. That's going to be a little barn burner, but that's your co-main event. That ain't shit. Um, that's pretty much all. Uh, yeah. Dong Hua Ma. I don't know who the fuck you are, dude. Oh, dude, check out these names. If you want to check out this card, I don't know what the fuck. Kennedy Nishibaku. Uh, Darko Stoshik. Um, I don't know any of these other motherfuckers. Uh, but you got Kobe Covington versus Robbie Lawler coming up next. Um, let's see what other, there's gotta be a big one coming up, right? There's gotta be, right? There's gotta be. Uh, what do we got? Upcoming, we got that, and then we got, oh, Shevchenko versus Liz Carmouche, Dago bitch representative Liz Carmouche out here, the first woman to ever fight in UFC next to, uh, Ronda, uh, Ronda Rousey, almost choked Ronda Rousey in the first round, uh, interesting little match the last lady to beat chef no actually nunez beat shevchenko the first lady to beat shevchenko was liz carmouche little known fact there and then after that you got cormier versus miocic that's a motherfucking scrap that's gonna be a hell of a fucking card right there so august august is gonna be a good fucking month for us for a little while right there um what else do i have boxing boxing so we had uh how far into this shit am i already i'm already an hour into this shit man damn i still got i got also i'm not gonna get into the double xl ciphers today but we're gonna i'm gonna lead off bat with that shit because i i gotta let you don't go and google them shits before ah, go google them shits go google them shits and and we'll we'll, we'll discuss together we will we will have a good discussion i'll play some of them right here we'll break down the bars of these corny ass whack ass rappers uh the chicks were actually the best rappers there but they're still trash uh all of a sudden now it's like if you can rap fast it don't matter what the fuck you're saying you're dope uh we we gonna we gonna put an end to that shit um but lest i digress we got um we had a Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao came out the gate looking like old Manny Pacquiao. Hand speed there. Uh, sat Keith Thurman down in the first round. Was dominating for him. First six rounds, it was like, yo, he's going to get this dude out of here sooner or later. But then Manny gassed. I've never seen Manny gas that way. I don't know if he decided to take some rounds off, but he let, he let the fight get close. He let Thurman get back into that round, uh, into that fight with the seventh, eighth, ninth rounds, um, even the tenth round. He was letting uh, Thurman steal some rounds just be, with inactivity. He looked like he was gassed because he he threw so many many threw so many combinations. This dude's throwing like seven, eight, nine, ten piece combos every fucking time. Every exchange he's throwing, especially in those first six rounds, trying to get Thurman out of there. That I think he kind of punched himself out and, and he kind of had to hang on towards the end and, and just kind of coast a little bit to to a fucking victory, but. No doubt he was a better boxer. No doubt he was, uh, I think Thurman had just turned 30 years old. Manny Pacquiao's 40 years old. Um, Keith Thurman was 29-0. and 0. Uh, Pacquiao came out there and stole that O. Stole that O. Does he fight Mayweather next? I hope so because if y'all go back, go back to the, to the Mayweather. Go back to the classic episodes, the golden era of the Whiskey Sick. Fuck that. This is the golden era. The, the early golden era uh, of the Whiskey Sick podcast was, was the uh, Mayweather-McGregor uh, episodes leading up to that shit. We had, we had some good fucking times with my man Floyd Mayweather. But I, I don't think homie comes back. I know there's a lot of talk. You know, it's going to be hundreds of millions. I don't think homie comes back. I think he, he got lucky. Yeah, first off, he, he ducked Manny Pacquiao for, for many, many years, fought him about six, seven years too late uh, when he knew he was going to get that dub, when Manny kind of fell off just enough for him to, you know, have the edge. Um, 
And Manny Pacquiao blew out his shoulder before that, and they wouldn't let him take his cortisone shot before the fucking fight. That's not an excuse. That's that's facts, motherfucker. That's facts. I like Mayweather. I don't. I, I like to talk shit about Mayweather, but I, I like Mayweather. Mayweather is one of the all-time greats. The object is to hit and not be hit. I don't think he runs. I don't. I'm not one of them that he ran the whole fight. He beat Manny Pacquiao that night. He beat Manny Pacquiao, but Manny Pacquiao was hindered. He, 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 he was rolling with, with one flat tire and shit. It, it just wasn't working. This Manny Pacquiao, not that he's better than he was, but he's still better than, Manny, uh, than, than, than Floyd Mayweather is. And I don't know that Floyd Mayweather's been, been training. I know he fought that, that bullshit WWF little uh, New Year's Eve fucking uh, Dick Clark fucking fight that he had uh, against that Tanashi Agoshi or whatever who just went out there and laid on his back and, and, and tapped out basically against Floyd Mayweather, uh, that bullshit fight. Um, other than that, I, you know, I'm assuming he stays in shape. I would love to watch the fight. I would always watch that fight. Fuck it. I, I know it's not going to be the highest level of competition, but I'll still watch that fucking fight. Um, bad news, though, from, 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 from this past weekend in boxing world. I was watching this fight. I think it was the undercard. Uh, Maxim Dadachev. Um, I was watching this fight. I forgot who he was fighting. The homie he was fighting was putting, on, putting hands on this dude, Dadachev. If you haven't seen this, this dude Dadachev died after the fight, and I was watching this fight downstairs, and uh, there was no point in the fight where uh, you thought, like, yo, they should stop the fight, but he was eating a lot of punches. He was eating a lot of punches. Nothing that, like, huge shots that had him wobbled and looked like he was almost out at times. He was just taking, it was an accumulation of shots. He was just, there were times where he was eating four or five punches in a row, um, and, you know, he, he, he just didn't have a chance to win. And I remember when I've, when I've, uh, cornered my fighters back in the day when I was coaching and teaching and shit. Anytime I cornered some of their, their amateur fights and shit like that, uh, even in the amateur days, no matter what it was, whoever I cornered, I always had the same talk. Your corner man is in there to save your motherfucking ass because real fighters will never say they don't want to continue. Your job, I will. If at any point, I think it's only your only chance of winning is a puncher's chance. It's not worth being in there. It's not worth taking brain damage for a puncher's chance in the ninth, tenth round of a fucking ten-round fight. It's just not worth it. You're gonna get your ass beat. So I will stop this fight if you show me that you're not. You're just getting outclassed. There's no point to continue. I will throw that motherfucking flag uh, towel in that motherfucking ring. I will do it. And I tell my people, you know that my fighter, you just know that. So if it happens. If you don't want that, if you don't want somebody who to make that decision, don't take me as your corner man. And, you know, this happened when uh, Amanda Nunes was fighting. Um, what's homegirl's name? Uh, 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 Raquel Pennington. When she was like two fights ago, uh, Raquel Pennington was getting smashed. And she even went back to her corner and said, I don't, I'm, I'm done. And then her corner talked her out of it. And then after the fight, she had her corners back. And there were other UFC fighters that said, oh, you know what? Uh, they should never call a fight for a fighter. Now, fuck all that shit. Especially when your fighter says they're done. They're fucking done. Live the fight another day. Ask Dadachev. His corner man. Uh, fuck, I forget his name. Big time corner man. Uh, he, he wanted to stop. He was thinking about stopping it in the ninth round. This was in the 11th round. There's only one fight, one round left to go at this point. And he's begging. He's begging Dadachev, his fighter, to let him stop the fight. Um, knowing already that he was going to do it, no matter what Dadachev wanted, uh, no matter what Dadachev said, he just wanted to get his blessing. So it takes a little pressure off him because he was taking so many shots. And when it comes down to all you can do is land one punch and your one hope is to land one lucky ass punch maybe to win a fucking fight uh there's no point in going on so he finally Dadachev is you can see him shaking his head like no no don't stop it they stopped the fight 
The fight gets stopped. You know, they announce the winner. Homeboy's still in his corner, hasn't gotten up. I go upstairs to my old lady, and I was like, yo, I think this guy's going to, this guy just got, he looks bad. Because when he was on the stool and they were showing uh, his cornermen talking to him, his eyes were glazy. He was like, in, he was like looking through them like they were uh, uh, holograms or some shit. He couldn't focus on anything. He was just had that, like he had just been knocked out look, but he wasn't knocked out. He, I don't even think he went down. He might have gone down. I didn't notice. Uh, I wasn't paying attention, but I went upstairs. I was like, yo, this guy might die. And then I came downstairs, and homie was like on, on the side of the apron. They couldn't get him out, out, of the, out of the ring. They eventually had to bring a stretcher, and they wheeled him out, and then they had to stop the fights because this guy, there was some shit going on, and, and they came back and said that he was throwing up. Dachev was throwing up in, uh, you know, backstage. They had to get him in the hospital. They put him in a coma uh, for, a couple, for, for a couple hours, and the next morning he died. He died from his injuries. And then there's another boxer just this past weekend who also died from his injuries while in the ring. Telling you, homies, if you got some young fighters out there, two things. Growing up, coming up when I came up, you know, late, I started, I started training Muay Thai probably around 2000, end of 2004. I trained at real legit gyms and, and sparred and, and, you know, competed some at the amateur level. Had a two, two pro fights. Um... You know, but I had a lot of, lot of uh, like in-house um, um, smoker, uh, smoker fights and stuff like that. That's basically how, how my career was. It, was. it wasn't that great. But I had wars in those gyms. The worst times, the worst days were, were sparring days at the gym. Sometimes some gyms have two sparring days a day, uh, a week. Some have one. But they're like killers. I mean, I remember just being, I was more terrified for the sparring sessions than I was for actual fights. And you would take so many, I mean, going home with, with massive headaches, uh, brain feeling like it was, your head feeling like it was swollen and shit. Um, bad, bad news. For all you young fighters out there, there's really no reason to go hard, 100% spar, really ever. Maybe every once in a while if you want to see the speed and stuff. But all you got to do is drill, 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 and move. Do some 75% sparring. Just move. Get used to the movements. Get used to seeing the punches coming. Get your movements. Get your slipping. Get your timing. Get your distance. Get all that right. You can do that with 75% sparring. You never really have to go that high. If you have to be uh, head head protection, you know, the headgear, that shit... Uh, it, it obstructs your vision. You get hit with more punches. That's only really to protect, like, cuts, heads hitting each other, you know, getting hit with an accidental elbow or something like that to protect yourself from cuts. If you have to wear that shit because you're getting hit so hard, then you're probably sparring too hard. So, number one, don't fucking 100, 100% spar. That's where all this damage. If you went back and saw Dadachev's training, um, I don't know. I didn't see it, but I, I'm guaranteeing, especially boxers, go look, watch Floyd Mayweather's gym on, on, uh, on YouTube. Just type in Floyd Mayweather Gym, and you'll see all these sparring sessions. They're full-on fights. They're full-on boxing matches, 12 fucking rounds. They don't end until somebody quits or somebody gets knocked out. That's how hard these guys are training. That's ridiculous. In the day, back in the day, the, the Brazilians, uh, you know, the, 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 the Shoguns and, and, and the Vanderleys and all those fucking, the, the, the Nongaras, those gyms and shit, they, they are known for just beating the shit out of each other every single time, like iron sharpens iron. Now, fuck all that. Those, those, those cavemen. Man days are dead, homie. The damage that was done to Dadachev was probably done during training. You take so many shots during training, so many shots during sparring session, week after week, day after day, depending even how much, how often they're sparring. Those shots add up, and then when you go into the to the ring, all that's added up. Uh, uh, Anthony Joshua, I, I, not to take anything away from homie that knocked him out. Sorry, I forget your name too. I forget everybody's name, homie. I'm, I'm equal opportunist. 
Um, but he got knocked out just like a week or two before that that fight, and you saw what happened. He got hit one time, and he was on 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 that that street, that queer street. He was on that motherfucking street looking for his Uber. He couldn't fucking find that shit. Um, he was all kinds of fucked up after that shot because he had just got knocked out. And, and so who knows what happened to Dadachev? You probably take you know you take so many punches. It's the punches from training that add up, and then you go in there and, and, and take some heavy shots in, in an actual fight, and you can't take as many as you would. You can only get your lights shut off so many times before it gets easier and easier. Ask Chuck Liddell, homie had an iron chin, could never get knocked out, never had his hands up. As soon as he got knocked out by Rashad Evans, after that, all you had to do was just blow on the motherfucker, flick him, and he would fucking get knocked out. Homie got you know fucking watch him fight Rich Frank. Franklin, his last fight in, in in the UFC, barely got touched, slapped like he's turned like a fucking robot, like like you just turned the off switch off, the power switch, and just collapsed and shit. That's how that's how this dude was at the end of his career. So, um, shout out to those dudes. You know, um, that's a, that's a lesson to all these boxers. Uh, you know, this is a this isn't a game. This isn't a sport. This is fighting. This is a different fucking thing. This isn't the NFL. This isn't the NBA. You know, these dudes, you know, that they, they try to make the game sound, you know, more intense than it is. It's not. You guys are playing a fucking game. Uh, you know, you can get really hurt in an NFL game. I understand that. Um, but it's not It's not fighting. You're, you're, these dudes are specifically training to hurt each other as optimally as they can, using everything they have, especially in an MMA fight. Motherfuckers can die. And when you're in boxing... You're taking repeated padded blows, and you're allowed to get up after being knocked the fuck out, basically. You're allowed to get up within 10 seconds to get knocked out again. And guess what? If you get up again, you can get knocked out again. And you're taking, look at the the punch numbers from Thurman versus Pacquiao. These dudes are throwing 600 punches, 500 you know, punches in a fight, hundreds of them landing. Like, you're taking hundreds of shots. You don't take hundreds of shots in an MMA fight. And when you see the heavy strikes, like Nate Diaz has a record, uh, most strikes landed in a, in a fight was like 200. A lot of those are on the ground. A lot of those are, you know, like hammer fists and stuff like that, and those hurt, but a lot of them are pitter-patters. A lot of them aren't, aren't full-powered, you know, standing strikes, kicks to the head and stuff like that. So, anyways, you know, it was a big, it was a big weekend. Past couple weeks, man, I wanted to get into some other shit. You know, we got to get the ciphers next time. Uh, I got some other little, I, I got so many little stories I haven't got to that I've just been saving up. Some of them are old, but, you know, maybe I'll do a show where I just do, you know, random ass, miscellaneous ass stories or some shit like that. But I'm fucking, I'm, I'm gassed, homies. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of, of Manny Pacquiao gassing and shit. I'm, I'm gassing now. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the championship rounds of this fucking podcast here, and, and I'm winded. I'm winded. I can, go, I can go another 15 rounds if I needed to. Um, this is like a 20-inning baseball game or some shit like that, but I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to let y'all go. Yeah, thank you, all, the, all new listeners of the podcast. Tell your homies to tell your homies if you dig the podcast. I'll be back. Um, not in Utah anymore. Um, triple champ. Chilling, illing, had a great time uh, rolling with the little homie. He he's starting to he's sitting up now. He's doing some shit. He's his training is gonna come along real, real fucking quick. Uh, maybe next time I uh, you know I'll keep him up from his nap and he'll do the little podcast right next to me. The baby's first podcast. I think we're gonna introduce the uh, you know the triple champ really soon. Um, but episode eighty one, motherfuckers, in the fucking books. Um, tell your homies to tell your homies. Go check me out on Spotify. Um, I don't remember if I announced this, but you know I got my music on Spotify now. Just check Seth Gecko G E K O. It's just basically all my old shit. I'm working on a new EP that's gonna come out. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a single hopefully pretty soon. I'm coming with that fire ass shit one last time for that ass homies. I'm coming. Um, 
What else we got? Uh, just rate this shit. Rate this shit on iTunes. Get this shit up. Five-star rating. If you don't think it's five-star, then keep your motherfucking opinion to your goddamn self. Anyways, I'm Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. If you like, we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, fuck out of here. My plans are to stand you up, take a minute, it's a hint, it's spring. My hands just ran you up, then down, rimmed out, I'll rebound you. I plead out, see, now we found two fucks, we can go and get once when the going gets hard like me. Bald like three times a day, grind me off fade and bounce right back. Sounds like that shit's got me a name, swap me, I'll trade. I'm up, your down, time's up, no sound, my luck, we're bound. At the hip, you can dip, you can bend in two Move with a thump in the ride Then move my junk to the side And across the street, then back to the curb Imagine nerve, backseat emerge, then we go again Seesaw, then we going in, see the ends in sight Pens in my right hand, your heart's in the left Gave you the upper hand, get me off Saved you rough man, tie it off Might try to stall, see it's all on the wrist Inject, take a hit, instead take a hit It's a mess inside, I ain't coming in Side you, tried to lie to you Then pulled out the garage, then down the street Fooled by the facade, we're bound to meet Eight glances Chance of a round on me, count on me, lost count on three. Fake one, shake some ass on me. Caution, wet floor, that's on me. Hands strip dried, can't stand it's fine. Sit tight, hands zip tied. You can't have this time. Back, stab me, have me. Any way you like, play you right. Say I might just take your sight, but you ain't blind. Red my lips, you if it you like. We can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours, uh, I bounce you, bounce you Dip, I'm there, your hips, your hair, can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you If you like, we can fuck the night away We can fuck the night away and you should come around my way Around my way, around my way but if you like, then we should fuck the night Twelve's on the yellow cab, 30 on dash In the fast lane, pull up with the gas tank, empty flex Now push this whip, with the e-brake on Looks like we're grinding, wildin' Rolled up right beside him, ask for a lift Scratch that shit, backstroke it is Now I'm jumping in, it's time something is gonna give What it is, what it do, touch it, find out Fuck it, time out, last one left, what's left Couldn't last, so at last I left, pass on the left Watch the left turn yield, bitch that ain't no arrow There goes time, but we ran out before it could Now bring that back, now leave, go back Those jeans show tracks, got fiends, no doubt Got me showing out my pains One dance, let me rub on you Not chance, gonna run on two Save three, gonna need if you're the one Fuck with a six till I'm past an eight Pumped with a bitch, right back to a six Under the lights, my second thought match my first Go ahead, back it up, hit it reverse you like, we can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way to make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way to find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours are I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your hair, can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you Now that I stood you up, just lean on the wall, don't you fall again You're sweet, not a freak, I called all in You squeezing those jeans, your palm, I'm in Now stroke like your heart just stopped And blow like your yard just caught Fire, I admire how you work that thing But you're now unemployed, let me feel if that void like we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way. To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late. To stake your
your claim Break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse my hands up yours uh, I bounce, you bounce, you dip I'm there, your hips, your head Can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, the shame on you